We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. This is who they wanted. The New York Knicks select... R.J. Barrett from Toronto and Duke University. Here it is. R.J.'s the pick. That's no Porzingis reaction. That's no Porzingis reaction. That's no Porzingis reaction. You were right to boo with Porzingis. Hey, that's no Porzingis reaction, baby. You were right. You were always right from the beginning. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to New York, the Maple Mamba, R.J. Barrett. Let's go. The R.J. Barrett era is upon us. Another edition of the Offseason Central. Happy Friday to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. This is the number one show for the Knicks fan by the Knicks fan. So if you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live stream reactions after every game hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything all right we are uh roughly 24 hours removed from the next cog in the off season the most important off season in Knicks history we've uh we, we've refreshed we we were a bit tired we've refreshed we're back at it oh <laughs> it was a, it was a long night, my dude. It was a oh long God. night, man. How you, how you feeling, Jails? How you feeling, bro? Man, if I'm I'm letting you know if I didn't have like a little half day at work today, I'd have been dead. Yeah. Between the live streams and then the going back from Slattery's to Brooklyn to dog, I was done. Yeah, you you uh, left Brooklyn, went to the city, right? So so we left. What time we left? We left Barclays around. I don't know, maybe like nine nine thirty. Maybe yeah. about that. Went to Slatter, went to the after party at Slattery's, and you came back to Brooklyn. Yeah, man. Yeah, I came back to Brooklyn. I was almost home when I did the Barclays. Facts, <laughs> Facts man. 
Factuals, factuals, man. A- absolutely. But you know what, man? It, it was a beautiful night for the fan base, man. It was a beautiful night for R.J. Barrett. Definitely happy for the kid. He he wanted it, man. How could, how could you not want to rally around the kid who's embraced us? 17 wins and all. Yeah. The tank. You know what I mean? I mean, the, yeah. the kid was elated to be donning that Knicks draft hat and to be donning the Knicks jersey, man. Man, the heartstrings are being pulled at, man. Everybody was crying. Zion was crying. Job was crying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Black Fathers was, was repping that night. True indeed. It was, it was a very emotional night. I felt great, man. I felt great. I felt great to see RJ uh, get up there and be emotional and be happy for himself. He really seems like he can handle the New York media like no one else. He's like 18 going on 35 in the in the ring. I'm like, telling you, man, wise beyond his years. And you could see it. You could see it when his upbringing. You saw his father there um, was speaking so highly of him. They had a great moment. That was a great moment, man. To, you you, you got to understand the, the grind that these kids go through, especially at this age, man. And they're going through the AAU level. And they, you know, they're hustling across country to this game, that game, this tournament, that tournament. They, they're at Duke. You know, the creme, the creme de la creme, you know, putting it all out there on the line, man. That's a great moment, man. Both Zion, Ja, and RJ were, were very emotional uh, after being selected by their respective teams. Sure, man. I had to dug, did you have to dug tear when you had to, like, you had to fight a bat? <laughs> like, 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 like Ryan King when Mufasa died. You're like, eh, no, I'm, no. I'm telling you. No. I'm telling you, man. It was a, that was a nice moment, man. Very, <laughs> very nice moment. You know? Yeah, um, man. You know, we 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 had to battle it out with a couple Nets fans in there. Oh yeah, they they got a little rambunctious with us, JLs. They got a little rambunctious. We have we have backup though. It's yeah, fine. we did. We we did. We did. <laughs> Knicks fans were heavy in there um, last night though. We, we were definitely yeah. heavy. Everybody was in there supporting. You had guys. Uh, you had these kids. You know, rearranging their Porzingis jerseys, reusing <laughs> their Porzingis jerseys with Barrett on the back. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that that was a cool thing to see, man. It was very cool. It was really nice to, to kind of interact with the Knicks fans, man. And listen, man, we ran that building. I don't care what nobody said. We yeah. was in Brooklyn in the oh, yeah. like, We were heavy, and that that's oh. why that's why the Nets fans were chirping like little parakeets, man. They couldn't stand the love. We was getting too much love in there, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Patrick Ewing on the jumbotron. Yeah, Spike <laughs> was in the bill. Spike came through. Yeah, on, man. this mad Knicks love mm-hmm. in that Brooklyn Barclays Center, and they couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it was it was a good night, man. Yeah, man. Definitely a good night. Only, the only Boo Birds was the Nets fans. Resounding standing ovation for R.J. Barrett. And it, and it was well-deserved. Well-deserved. Definitely. You know? So that, that was the Maple Mamba. Then we had, um, in the second round, we had the 55th pick. Yeah. Moved up to 47 mm-hmm. with cash considerations along the way. And drafted a guy that we spoke about Wednesday night. Yeah, shout out to Schwinn. Shout out to Schwinny from Posting and Toasting. Because he put us on to one Ignis Bradzikis, a.k.a. Iggy. Good job. That, that Yeah, great job by Schwinny, man. Great no, job, great job on you pronouncing his name. Oh, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you, gotta, you gotta get it right. Gotta get it right. You know what I mean? It's, it's a tough pronouncing, but... Uh, you know, saying Porzingis all these times, you get used to it. You get used to how that role. But, yeah, hey, listen, man, Schwinney called it. This was a guy that Schwinney liked. Uh, another lefty, right? We got another lefty in the building. 
yeah. Also, they were teammates. Iggy and, and RJ Barrett yeah. were teammates uh, yeah. on Team Canada. Teammates yep. and friends. So they come full circle now as as teammates at the at the NBA level. But um, again, this was a guy that Schwinnie liked, a left-hander, uh, shot about 40% from three. They say he's got an edge to him, Jay Ellis. They say this guy's got an edge to him, man. I like it, man. I like somebody with an edge in New York. He'll fit right in uh, with Dennis Smith Jr. I also heard that Dot is the silent assassin. I heard he has actually an edge to him, too. So he's going to fit right in. I love somebody who trash talks because – they specifically said he said he talked. Yeah, he did. He, they did. They, they did say that. They said he's a, he's a good trash talker. So I, I feel like that's gonna be Fizz's next pet project. He's gonna get this kid right. He's gonna get this kid. Right. I'm <laughs> he's telling gonna you. Get that kid right. He's what gonna about get another kid though. I mean, I, I'll wait. I'm sorry. I'll wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get we'll get to him. I'll but uh, yeah. Let me tell you something, man. The minute this kid dunks on somebody in the NBA, and I hope it's Draymond Green, that's oh, yeah. that's gonna be his that's gonna be his MSG moment. He, oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, he, he's going to outline somebody in chalk, man, and, we, and he's going to be a folk hero at MSG, bro. Book it. <laughs> book it. Book it, I'm telling you. The, oh, man. The overreactions for Iggy is already starting to come in, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Me too, I'm, man. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the table. Um, just looking at some Draft Express notes on him. They say uh, lefty shot 38% from deep. Kept defensive honest as a floor spacer. Pushes the ball a little bit on the shot, but something that has to be adjusted down the line. They say he's not a, a great advanced ball handler, but has a good first step. Quick to attack closeouts on the straight line drives to the rim. Somewhat limited athletically. Nevertheless, finishes very efficiently around the basket, especially going to his left. He competes consistently. Is an effective rebounder with strong hands and good instincts. That's what I need. That's what we need. Yep. That's what we need. And then, if you listen to the, if you listen to the the live stream today, on the Knicks YouTube, Perry actually said that they were surprised that he even dropped that low. They thought he was going to yeah. go in the first round. Yeah, so pleasantly surprised when he was available and made that move to get him at forty seven. Yeah, yeah. So hey, why not, man? You know, when he gets it, when you get to the second round and and beyond. You just hope you can get a guy that could be a, a, a role player on the team. You know, if you get anything more than that, you, you take it. That's house money. You know what I mean? But on a team like this, he shouldn't have an issue cracking the team and, and getting some rotation minutes right away. I don't, I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not either. I mean, his biggest competition would be who? Mario? If he's back, I, I highly doubt it. And that's what I'm saying. If he's back, which I don't, I don't think he will be. I'm not sure. You know, money wise, it makes sense. For yeah. Mario to be back, considering everybody else, there's, there's other needs, but facts, yeah. facts, facts. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so let's go to the phones, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys on this Friday night tilt. Draft is past us, but let's get your reactions to to last night and and how you feel about it. Uh, Kevin from North Carolina is first. He thinks uh, he wants to talk RJ. He thinks RJ was the right pick for us. Kevin, how mm-hmm. you feeling, man? What's up? What's up, Knicks fans? How y'all feeling? Hey, feeling good, man. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. I'm enjoying the pick, and, I, and I'm so glad that we got RJ, man, because for me, leading up to the draft, I think it was a lot of overthinking. Like, I'm watching RJ play over the season, and I'm just like, at the last minute, it's all this um, Darius Garland hype. And I just don't, and I'm just like, what are y'all talking about? What are we even talking about here? 
as much as I like Darius Garland, I think that people were over overanalyzing it. For our team, we needed one. Well, we needed many things, <laughs> but we needed a go-to scorer. I like Knox, but you know, some dudes they they just want to be that dude. They want to be the man. RJ wants, RJ wants to be wants the to man, be and I think I think I, I think that's a big difference. A big difference between him and some other dudes that um that could have we could have drafted. You know. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, look, I, I think just like Perry said in the um, in the press conference, you got to do your homework on everybody. You got to do your due diligence on everybody. Um, even Garland and those guys, they might not have been uh, strong consider in strong consideration to be picked. But you, you just never know. You just never know. Just like how we picked up Dennis Smith Jr. in yeah. his sophomore year. You know, you want to be able to say, okay, yeah, we have some NBA film on him, but we want to see him in person work yeah. out for us because you just never know if you oh, may yeah. have to cross that bridge in the future. That's a fact. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think a lot. I think that a lot of people, um, you know, they need to actually watch the games. Like, I, it's, it's no disrespect to the dude who was on the show the other day, but I think going, I think looking at numbers and watching the game is different. Like, there was some stats that said um, Culver was a better ISO player than. Him. But I watched Culver in some of them tournament games, man. He, he, he couldn't handle some of that pressure. Mm. And that's just how I feel about it. Okay. Right. I appreciate the call, Kevin. Definitely appreciate yeah. it as always, man. Have a good weekend, Yeah, bro. definitely, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was um, Kevin from North Carolina. Let's go to Will from L.I., our guy with the uh, with the clipboard. Will, oh, Will's on the road. Will's on the road. What's going on, Will? <laughs> Will, Will, you got you got to take us off speaker. Will, you got to take us off speakerphone, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you got to take that Bluetooth off, bro. No, man, don't worry about. It. I got you. I got you. All right. Um, listen, y'all. When when they were over there picking, right? I think what they left like two minutes and thirty seconds left on the board or whatever, and my heart was pounding. Like, yo, come on, <laughs> I can't. I can't. After KD and everything, I can't. I'm like, yo, God, please, please. <laughs> and when they said RJ Barrett's name, I, like, I damn near had a heart palpitation. It was out of control. <laughs> but we got him. I was so happy. And then the thing is, like, just like you were saying, this man's been giving us so much good PR. What was you on Jimmy Fallon? Picked up the Nick Pat. Yep. Didn't even want to work out with other teams. This man said, oh, wow, I'm a Nick. Like little stuff crazy, like that. Yo, that was it's crazy, really man. That that one got me, Jay Ellis. When man left the podium, I'm like, wow, I'm a Nick. I'm like, he really loves us, man. Yo. I love this kid already, That's man. What I'm exactly. It's just like, and the fans embrace him too. They didn't give him one of those poor Zingas draft nights or whatever. You know, it it, it all worked out. The, the Maple Mamba's here. You know, I hope the kid is successful. I hope we retire his jersey one day. I'm just so happy that he's a Nick. That's all I wanted to say. I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. Appreciate you know? it, Will. That's Dr- all I wanted to drive say. Drive safe on the road, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Love, bro. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do. <laughs> and I, I'll say this, too. Uh, when he's watching that live stream today, like, it was apparent that he – they gave him the okay, like, weeks – a long time ago. Yeah. Because they were telling stories about how RJ and Steve Mills was watching the finals together. Yeah. In his apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he was here from the lottery. He was yeah. here from the lottery, bro. Definitely. So the way he was moving, he knew he was getting picked. Yeah. 
and you can tell these like the way he was moving, the way he was picking up the Knicks every single place he went. It was like, all right, well, the handshake was already made. I, I love it, man. I, I, yeah. Like I said, when he stepped off that podium, like, wow, I'm a Nick. I said, wow. Yeah, man. It was a good feeling, man. It was, it was a great feeling, man. It was a great feeling. After the long season we had uh, with with the uncertainty that is to come, I, I wanted to enjoy last night, and I, I felt like the fan base really embraced it, um, yeah. given those circumstances as well. That's a fact. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to our guy, Jay. Let's, let's go down south to South Carolina. Our main, 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 Ron Cleveland wants to talk about RJ and free agency. Ron, how you feeling, bro? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> man, man, man. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling today, Ron? Man. Man, I can't complain, man. I can't complain. What what I what I'm happy about is I we got exactly who I want. And I'm I'm being honest, man. You know, if you ain't if you ain't getting Zion, I'm telling you, man, we got we got the best play in the draft, man. I'm I'm just being real about it from what I've seen and I and I'm a North Carolina Tar Heel man, I'm telling you. I ain't never cared for no Duke player. But this dude is a real deal, man. I've 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 watched enough of him to know. You know what I mean? Game recognized game. You guys know, man. And, and just the body language of this kid, man. You you know a lot of guys that came to New York, man. And let's be real. You you can see like the look they have in the face of like this starstruck with the city yeah. itself and, and and the bright lights, the media. Mm-hmm. I listened to that kid in that press conference when they asked him the question. There was a particular question they asked him about carrying the team on his shoulders, and I yeah. love the response he said. Yep. He said he hadn't even played played a game yet. <laughs> Facts. Pump the brakes, man. How can he answer a question like that? <laughs> that, that, that was, was such a ridiculous question. That was and and that yeah, was, I believe, that was George about, Willis. And George Willis been in the game for a while, JL. So you know he he's coming with that old school on the beat mentality with that type of question. Fish, he's trying to fish. For he's trying like. to fish right off the jump. <laughs> yeah, he, he was trying to trying to set me. Dude didn't go for the bait, man. And I love it. the fact that if you watch him, he he didn't he just didn't blurt out a response. Like he actually look at listen to that question. And and had had time to really think before he opened his mouth, and and that's what I appreciate because we know, hey, it, ain't, it don't get no brighter than New York, man. And, and I think about all the everything just lining up for this kid. The kid mom is from what Brooklyn. Yeah, his dad yep. played at St. John. Yep. So I mean, it, it's really even though he he grew up in Canada, to me, he feels like a New York player. That's it. Like yeah. like from the city, you know yep. what I mean? I agree. So so he so he know, he know the suffering of us Knicks fans. Heck, he's a Knicks fan himself. And if you remember, you remember back when when uh, Duke played in New York and Zion was like, RJ, ain't, ain't the Knicks your team? Yeah. Remember, remember that comment he made? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Everything RJ, you want to get drafted by the Knicks? He's like, yeah, if they pick me, hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. So so when I look at that, RJ is, is, was a great pick for us, man. And I'm going to touch, touch on this Kyrie and Durant situation, man, and a lot of people ain't gonna like what I'm about to say, but I really don't care. I'm gonna oh. say it. We need to just stick with the plan. I don't care if we don't get either one. I'm just perfectly fine with us not getting either one. 
and just continue to build, man. Because when I think about timetables, man, when you're looking at age, Kevin Durant, 30, going to be about 32 by the time he stops playing. So, he, I mean, you, you're on the other side of 30, man. You ain't getting no younger. You know what I mean? You're coming off a major injury. And Kyrie, Kyrie got some baggage with him. He he, he, he flip-flopped like a fish out of water. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then he's, what, 27? He's 27 with knee injuries. Yeah, his, his knee's and about I, 37 just, probably, though. Exactly. And, and the thing is, and, I, and I'm telling you this, I work in the healthcare field, man. You don't get better because of surgery. You know what I mean? Once they start cutting, it's the beginning of the end. You know, you, you don't have – you don't borrow time. So when I, I look at I look at the situation, man, we are a young team. We need to just continue to build, build through the draft. Hey, who knows? And I'm going to tell you what, I'm not opposed. I hope I hope Brooklyn be, be crazy enough to go get Kyrie and let D'Lo walk. I would love to have him, not on a max contract, but like on maybe a, a 55 to $60 million deal. And yeah. I said that the other night. I, him and Julius Randle both bring both of them to New York. New York, both of them guys are still young. Don't sign him to a max deal. You know what I mean? Let him sign, sign for about three years at about $60 million apiece. And I think D'Lo would be happy to be here to try to punish, to punish the Nets if they mess around and cut him loose. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Appreciate the call, man. Definitely appreciate the love, right? Well, yeah, I mean, what what was interesting uh, in Ian Begley's article today, JL, is in terms of free agency, and I was going to touch on it later, but since he touched on it, he said that, um, you know, he also said it on our show that, you know, the plan B is going to be not to, it's to, to keep the money. You know, yeah. they, they are not going to um, overspend on free agents. They are not going to max out guys who don't deserve it. And that's, yeah. that's the tricky thing about free agency is that, yeah. you know, there are max players and there's max salaries. There's very yeah. few players worth that money, man. I, I get, and I get you, man. Like, like, like Ron said, D Lo's done well for himself. Uh, last season, I don't think he deserves a max contract off the jump for one good season out of four. No, nah. like, that's just to me. That's like the that's a hasty reasoning. That's the reasoning that got us to, into trouble a long time ago. Like you, I remember we gave Jerome James back. Oh my god! For having a good playoff series. Oh my god! Saying, that means you're gonna have a good show. That's it. <laughs> but so he has like an, a sixty thousand dollars three year. That's something I don't know. That's more plausible in my head. I might even go a little lower, but because <laughs> that's like twenty thousand a year. Yeah, anyway, twenty million. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But uh I feel you. I, I get I get the hype over him, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean listen, I I've said it, you know, a couple times on a couple other streams. Um I like D Law as a player. I thought he had a sensational year. I'm happy that he was able to bounce back. I just don't know if that's the player you want to invest in for the four years. Plus his market is he's gonna be in demand. They even talking about the Lakers might be yeah. interested in bring them back. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? How would you like to be that phone call? Yeah, his, his agent picks up like, listen, man, we got rid of Magic. LeBron yeah. says it's cool. <laughs> if you want to come back, you can come back and rock with us. Yeah. I mean, like, they're going to have competition, man. Like, yeah. if picks don't get them, they might go somewhere else, which I'm kind of fine with. I'm not. This is this, this, whatever. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with uh like, with, with missing out on them. Yeah, like. 
I'm cool. Like, because even with the sixty thousand, that's still a lot. That's yeah. still like 20. that's still too much for me, my brain dog. Like, yeah. I mean, you had a good year, but I don't know. I need multiple good years to give you that type of money, dog. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. More. And then on the KD topic, I mean, you know, it's so much is changing now. So much is changing on this KD front. Now you're hearing potentially Golden State would want to try to do a sign and trade. You know, yeah. how loyal would he be to them, you know, to to allow that? You know, is he would he just walk out the door? Would he give them the benefit of the doubt and, and you know, give them the opportunity to get some assets for him? Then it's like coming off an Achilles. What's the trade value going to be? Ob- yeah, obviously it's still going to be high, but how much? No, it's a lot, man. It's it's, a new storyline every day. There's a new twist every day. You heard on Get Up, Kendrick Perkins is saying, oh, the Nets are the favorites now. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. Talk. We got nine more days. Nine more days. (laughs) Nine more days until free agency. Yes, sir. So you can actually start to see some actual stuff happening. See see what what happens, man. Because I'm over 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 it. it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Bro, we've been talking about this for about a year now, man. I'm over it, man. Every day. I remember that one summer. I remember summer last year. Me and you were doing the live stream talking about Kyrie. And that was last summer, bro. Yeah, man. And, and, and we haven't let off. It's, it's been heating up ever since. It, you know, it, it's uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But on the free agency topic, um, upcoming shows, me, my man, JL's from Nigga Time Show, and Terry from the Terry and Trey Show, we're going to break down our top 10 free agency pursuits so we're going to be doing a couple live streams next week breaking down our top 10 obviously getting your opinions on it so look out for that on the horizon moke hamilton will be back next sunday the free agency show we are coming on live at the start of free agency 6 p.m on sunday just in case anything breaks we're going to be right there giving you our reactions getting your reactions as well i might be i'm hopefully i'll make it we'll see yeah, you gotta you gotta make it, Jails. It's, it's, it's crunch time now, man. Yeah, I know. It, it's I crunch know. time now, man. It's not my fault, man. The NBA changed the rules. <laughs> they changed it up for us. Like on just like I had plans for June 30th before they changed the rules. They, they changed it up for us, man. But uh, yeah, so that'll be um, a couple streams this week, and then Sunday's the big free agency stream as well, man. So hopefully you guys can all tune in, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. We got uh, about 600 people watching us on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, wherever you guys are watching from. Like I said, man, this is the home of the diehard Knicks fan. So if you're new to the channel, leave us a hashtag new so we can shout you out. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the upcoming shows. Uh, shout out to Shells Heavy, our guy Shells Heavy in here, TM, Gary Singh, what's going on, John Talento's in here first, Mitchell Prince, how you feeling, man, Kaiser Sose 718, and uh, Jaden Diaz, JL, so who you got in your chats, man? Yo, John Talento was also in my chat first. He, <laughs> he's he's, he's out, in both. He's watching both. Yeah, shout out to John Talento. He's, he's watching both, man. John's my yeah. guy. Yo, shout out, yo, shout out to uh, Vic, uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Sorry, mess up your Vince name. McMahon's in here. Yeah, no, Vince Vince Mc Mick Mahon, Mahone. My oh, okay, okay. I'm not good with the pronunciation of the names. Like, <laughs> 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 what's up to my guys Cody and Craig, two top KOT candidates? What's going on with y'all, Rich Jim? Uh, did I say otherwise already? Otherwise, what's going on, man? Yep, chin up, kid. 
Mark Swift, Ricardo Custer, what's going on? Young Simba. Young, young Simba pulled up on us yesterday, man. Yeah, man. Young Simba, young Simba pulled up on us. We, we had a, a little altercation with some with some disgruntled Nets fans out there. We almost had Young Simba have to beat somebody up, man. Oh, yeah. You don't know. Young, young ugly, Simba is the size of Mufasa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> young, young Simba ain't a lion cub, man. That boy's a girl. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was about to go down, man. Shout out to uh to Roy Bordeard. He's new. Shout out to Bordeard. He's following on Twitter. Shout out to to Roy. Who else we got new in here? Um, let's see. Joseph Metzel. What's good? And Andre Span. Welcome, Andre. Fulton IC sixty eight. What's going on? Louis Rosado. Kenyatta King. Salute to you guys. Uh, my guy Gladiator checking in from PR. What's going on? We, de- right. we definitely, um, yo, we ran into a lot of people from the show at Barclays, man, and that yeah. was that was good to see. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to everybody that uh, pulled up on us at Barclays. Uh, had nothing but good things to say about the show. Uh, it was real cool to meet you guys in person because obviously, Word. you know, it's just me and JL sitting behind the screen. So when you get to meet people who are supporting the show and watching. Um, it's it's a good feeling, man. So shout out to everybody that came out last night. Word. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Jonathan. That's all I can remember right now. My memory bad. Yeah. <laughs> young Simba. Young Young Simba. Was young it. Simba. Yeah, we shout out Young Simba. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, back to the phones. Let's go uptown. Let's go to Shaka. Shaka from Harlem. He wants to talk about RJ, and uh, he likes the D-Lo move. Young um, Shaka, what's going on, bro? What's up, CP and JL? How y'all doing? Good, good, man. How you feeling, bro? Hello. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, I'm all right. I just got off work. I'm a little tired. Okay. But um, I had to call you guys in. I've been um listening to your show. Um, I caught you guys um, midway through this se- this past season. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've been looking for some good Knicks content because, you know, I used to work in the kitchen. So I had my headphones in trying to, you know, just listen to some good Knicks news. So you guys um really hit the jackpot for me on that one. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You know, I, I, really, I really appreciate you guys and what you guys do. Um, but on to um, D'Angelo Russell, um, I think that he would be a good fit for our team because I feel like he fits our timeline in terms of, like, um, you know, age-wise. And I feel yeah. like he has a lot of potential. Like, I don't think that it's just like he was on a contract year and that's it. I feel like he actually has the potential to be a really good player, a perennial all-star, you know, and actually um, help lead the team to a championship one day. So I feel like we should really keep our <laughs> eyes on them. And I just want to know what you guys think about that. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's the price. Yeah, you know what I mean. For for me, it's it's, it's the yeah, price. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, we could get him for like a little bit less than a max deal. I feel like we should do it. Like, definitely don't don't sign max money on him because he's like a little bit of an enigma in terms of like what what he's gonna be. But um, I I do like what I saw from him this past season. You know, I've been watching the Nets a little bit. And um, I, I, I like what he displayed, and I feel like, you know, I, like Kyrie's going to go to the Nets, and they're not going to keep him. So, you know, I feel like we should, you know, at least take a chance on him. Okay. And okay. in terms of um, R.J. Barrett, I really like that. <laughs> I really like like that on pickup for us at, at, at the third pick. I feel like that's the first pick that the Knicks got that the fans actually wanted in a long time. Uh, we've been picking a lot of dudes that the fans have been booing for years. <laughs> And um, mm-hmm. RJ's been like the first guy that the LA Knicks fans like satisfied, you know. So I'm really happy with that. I like his um potential. I like his um his mindset. He has a really strong mindset. In terms of the Maple Mamba uh, um, out here, I feel like he has to earn that. <laughs> you can't just be coming <laughs> out here like calling yourself Maple Mamba, you well, know. Because, he can you know, be that's, Maple that's Mamba because we're like, in New York, but he can't, can't be NYC Mamba till till a couple years. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the yeah, real. Yeah, that's yeah. the real nickname, Maple Mama. Right. That's his baby name. He could keep that. He, he, what yeah, what yeah, Ari yeah. gave him? Yeah. Ari gave him Midtown Mama. He can't be Midtown Mama. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can't be Midtown Mama for a little bit. He got to take us to the playoffs first, man. Yeah, man. We gotta go to playoffs first, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, one quick thing for I go. I want you guys to to. I want to know um if you guys give me like a quick prediction of what you think RJ's stats would be in his rookie um year. Oof. What what do, what do you think, uh, JLs? What's your prediction? Uh, his stats for his rookie year. I don't yeah. know, man. That's kind of hard to project. You don't know who's gonna be here. Like I I I I want to get. I want to see who's on the team. First. We gotta see who's on the team first. Like if, because obviously you get like a free agent. Well, obviously not KD. Like if a Kyrie comes here or something. Yeah. And his his stats probably drop. But you know, if if it's if it's him and some role players who are free agents, right? His stats probably rise if he gets you know. Yeah, so it I, depends. It depends. Let's see. Let's see the team round out first, and we'll give you our preseason predictions. You know, around that time. Let's wait till like September time. You know, is he passing the ball to Kawhi Leonard, or is he passing it to Lance Thomas again? You know what right. I'm saying? There's, exactly. a, there's a there's a big difference in your assist numbers in that regard. You know what I mean, Jay? Exactly. And then and he's probably not gonna have the assist numbers if Kawhi Leonard's here. <laughs> Kawhi probably passing the ball to him. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so so we'll see. Is it Moody getting the ball to him, or is it Kyrie getting the ball to him? Uh, oh my. Hey. <laughs> If Moody uh, comes back, then dog, he. I don't know, man. What do you think? <laughs> I don't, I, don't know, I can't call it, man. Let's go to VA. Let's go to Brian from VA. He wants to talk about the youth movement. Brian, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, man. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Happy Friday. Uh, first off, just want to thank you guys for all the content. You're making uh, Knicks basketball even that much more exciting. Thanks, man. Um, but I did, I did want to talk about why everyone should be excited. Um, I think one of the craziest stats in sports, you guys probably know it better than I do, but I'm pretty sure the last first round pick we re-signed was Charlie Ward. Is that correct? Yeah, yep, that is correct. So that's a team, I'm 29 years old, so this is a team that I've never seen a youth, like, young mix Yep. And although my heart is broken about KD and Kyrie probably not coming to us, I'm very excited about the youth movement because I've never seen it before. I've seen us try to lower the free agents. It never works out. Um, but now we got, you know, five or six guys, and I even like this second-round guy that we got um, that we can really build on. And we still have the most cap money in the league. So even if we don't get who we really thought and really wanted – we're still going to get people to round out an insanely talented, useful team. So I just think it sounds like on your channel, all the other channels I listen to, everyone is very excited. But then you turn on first take and, you know, we're getting all this hate yeah. because, you know, we're, we're just going to flop like the same old mix. Yeah. Uh, but it is great to turn on your channel. It seems like we're all on the same page, but I just think everyone should be excited about this Knicks team. Well said, man, and appreciate the comments, Brian. I mean, listen, JL, we said it, man. Expect the hate. Expect the narrative. Sell the team. It's all Dolan's fault if they don't get these guys. Expect all of it, man. Ex- expect all of it. Expect all that. But the, but the fans would sense no. Just like Brian says, 
We still have flexibility. We haven't been in this situation before. Yeah. Yes, it, it, yes, it'll be a slow burn. You know what I mean? Yes, it'll be a slow burn, but we still have not been in a situation where we have a bevy of young talent who we're going to try to mold and develop along with some financial flexibility that we can augment the team, supplement the team with some with some more talent down the road. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. Like, there's players on this team to be excited about, man. So, like, regardless if we strike out a free agency or not, I feel like the fans, the diehard fans who are following the progression of Knox and DSJ and Frank Latina and who will follow the progression of R.J. Barrett, they're going to be excited to watch these, these young guys go at it and, and play, man. So, I think we're going to be fine, man. We're going to be fine. I'm really excited to get this season started. I know it just ended, but I'm excited already to get the season started. I'm excited, man. Yo, I'm going to Vegas for Summer League, man. Come on, bro. I'm, I'm going oh, down man. there, man. I'm going down there, man, to see these young bulls. You see, last Summer League, we were all over it. We saw the emergence of Money Mitch, and we followed his progression from the preseason straight through to the season, and, and you see what that uh, looked like. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it, man, Re- regardless, you know, I'm not expecting anything major in free agency. I'll just I'll just be honest. I'm not expecting it. If we get who we want, fantastic. If we mm-hmm. don't, it's still a good season. It's still a good offseason for us. I, I, I'm not going to go back to that KP thing or bust because he didn't want to be here anyway. So you had yeah, to, like, to get that. rid of him. Stop, stop that. Do you regret trading KP? Yeah. He didn't want to be here. He move. didn't want to be here. If you don't want to be here, move. Move, get out, get out. Don't let the door hit you with a good lot with a good Lord split you. Get out. I don't care. If you won't want to be here, go, go, go. I don't it's not and it's not about regret. He didn't want to be here. So we doing him a favor and us a favor. We get in the cast space and you getting the hell out. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That that that's how I see it, man. You know, I'm I'm not trying to sit here and, and play both sides of the fence. That's how I truly feel. I, I never believed in chasing free agency. Because it's never worked for us to begin with, Jay Ellis. You know what I mean? Like, when you're so used to getting dissed by the girl, you know, it's of no surprise if it doesn't happen again when you try to holler, man. It's just of no yeah, surprise, man. I feel when you. she turns you down so many times, you're used you're to like, it already, oh, it man. Happens again. It happens again. But you know what, CP? You get turned down so many times, dog. And you keep trying, eventually you get good at it. Oh, well, well, there you go. Okay, good analogy, bro. <laughs> you find yourself a wife. You know. <laughs> there you go. And a baby, there as you, you know. There you go, man. So eventually, <laughs> it turns it turns around for you eventually, man. Eventually, eventually. Eventually, so it turns around you, for it. You might get good at it in a few years. Who knows? You might, get, you might be good at it this year. Who knows? Yeah. Like, you see what it is. That That's a fact, man. That's a fact. So shout out to Brian from Virginia for that. Um, let's go to... Where we want to go? Who else wants to chime in here? I see someone else. Let's go to Curtis. Let's go to North Carolina again. Let's go to Curtis. He wants to talk about the youth bill. Okay. Curtis, how you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I love the show, fellas. Love Thanks, what bro. y'all doing, man. Thank you, man. Show. Yeah. I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn, but I'm out here in North Carolina now. Okay. <laughs> but Absolutely. keeping up with the, yeah, keeping up with the team, listening to the show all the time. Okay, but yeah, man. I just wanted to talk about the youth movement, man. Um, again, like the last guy was saying, this is the first time we really seen us trying to do this and go this direction. You know, where we really focusing on building through the young guys, and I just would hate to see them mess it up because you know we good for it. Yeah, 
like by trying to by trying to chase like these big names that we don't get and then we end up settling for for something like I like I like D'Lo and I love what he did in Brooklyn but I would feel like to get him would be settling again <laughs> like yeah. you know classic Knicks <laughs> like you know what I mean so I, I I just really hope they stick to it and stay faithful to the youth movement and let the young guys develop man because I like Knox I like Trier <laughs> you know like Trier could turn around and be something that we never saw coming. You know, no, people keep sleeping on Trier, man. I'm sorry. Iso's my guy. Right. Iso's my guy, man. 100%. People sleep on Trier. Right. They keep not having a guard. So he, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, but I, I just think his potential is we don't know what his ceiling is yet, you know? We don't know. Uh, neither him. Nor, nor Mitch. We don't know where any of their potential is. And then I, I just feel like bringing in certain guys, it stunts the growth of the young talent, you know? Yeah. Well, for, well, for that's, one thing. That's, that's just pretty much it. Okay. And appreciate the call, man. Definitely appreciate the support, Curtis. North Carolina, one thing is that there's no trades to be made. The AD trade is gone. It's done. So this is the youth build is here, whether we, whether we get two free agents or not. It, the youth is still going to be here. All these guys are still going to be here. So, yeah. you know, that with once the AD trade is gone, you know, forget about Bradley Beal. They're not going to trade for him. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Like, right now, all you do is keep building up the youth and keep building up assets and go on from there. There might be a time where we keep building assets that there might be time to trade for a disgruntled star. There like you go. The Raptors did. And then we'll look back and we'll have uh, eight or nine first round picks that we can package hey, in a deal to bring yep. our own AP or our own Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So it's more than one way to skin a cat. It's more than one way. It's more than one way. And I'm like I continue to say, you still needed the Rosen to turn into Kawhi Leonard. You still right. needed Valanchunas to turn into Marcus Sol. You know what I'm right. saying? And those dudes weren't bad players. They came up oh. in that organization and they won. They didn't win yeah. the championship, but they were at the top of the East every year. Yeah, you, you got to flip those good players with some draft picks, turn that into a great play when the time is right. Because some Fast. at some point, some top tier agent gets pissed. Yeah, <laughs> and when they want to go, and when and they want to go, you're off, right there. Yeah, it's, now you pounce. That, that's it. That's it, man. All right, so let's let's get another call in, and then we're gonna talk about some of the guys that went undrafted um, that we were still able to sign. Let's go to um, let's go oh, let's go to Jay from East New York. He want to talk about um, DeAndre Hunter. What, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, man, you went number four, man. I, what's going on? You hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Yeah. You hear me? Yep, loud and clear, bro. I, I was asking you Hello? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's going on, man? Hunter went four, man. He went four, man. But RJ is here. He's in New York. You know, congratulations to him, man. I'm looking forward to the youth movement. I ain't really tripping on DeAndre Hunter no more. It is what it is. You know, we got RJ now. He's in New York. So that's what it is. We going with him. You know, but um, as far as, like, the youth movement go and, like, chasing free agents, why are the two, like, why they can't be, like, the same thing like why is it mutually exclusive like we could still have a youth movement and still bring a star in or a blue chip or you know somebody that could you know get us over the hump because it's like look at denver like that's what they did they drafted a few guys you know and then came out of nowhere you know so it's like why we can't do the same thing we can they just gotta want to come 
Yeah, it, it depends on the age of the veteran as well because, you know, Paul Millsap isn't like a super top-tier free agent, but he's a really, really, really good piece. They lucked out and had Right, somebody. he was just a good call. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. So, like, it, it, it changes when – it changes when the the free agent is an older all star because then the pressure is on to like to make something happen right then and there. Right, because your your young boys have to be ready to lead. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that that veteran free right. agent is it, just another piece to get them over the hump. But we're not there yet, so that's why you don't want to get like a you know a Horford at an expensive deal. I'll take Horford on a yeah. cheap deal. But yeah. you don't want to give him his market value. No, no, no. You know, nothing crazy like that. Older guys, yeah. You know, like, yeah, but, like, as far as the Kyrie topic, like, I feel like Kyrie, he's a little whimsical, so I don't want to believe anything that the media is saying, him going to the Nets. I'm going to go with what he said out of his mouth. Like, talk to him July 1. Like, you know, like, everybody should just cool their jets with Kyrie. Like, he going through some things in Boston, so he lashed out a little bit. It's hectic out here, you know, but in New York, he's not going to have those problems because he's going to come in with open arms, and then, you know, he's going to be the guy, and then we got guys around him that's young, and they they gunning for it. I seen a stat earlier today about Kevin Knox. He scored about 970-something points for the season. That's pretty good, like, among small forwards. So, like, he's on track to, you know, becoming somebody that could put the ball in the hole, like, if he fill out right. So, we got some pieces. Tria, I like him. He come off the bench bucket. So we, we I don't feel like we too far off. We just need like one or two, you know, those guys. Like somebody with a name and then we right there. We not that far off. Everybody should just chill. And you know what I'm saying? Let the youth movement happen. Let it bubble up and then hopefully we get a guy or two. Well said, man. Appreciate the yeah, call, Jay. Calls on fire tonight, man. Calls on fire, man. The fan base is optimistic, JLs. That's what you want to mm-hmm. hear, man. Optimism, man. Optimism. Like we said, we've never been here before. It's our first uh-huh. time here. It doesn't mean it's going to translate into anything. It just means we got to stay. Mill said it today. We got to stay patient, unfortunately. Got to yeah. stay patient. You know, they messed it up in, in so many years, in so many decades, that it's still, you still got to let this, the soup bubble, man. You got to let it simmer, bro. Yeah, man. Gotta let it simmer. We yeah. slow we in that slow cooker right it's now. Slow in the slow cooker, it's fine. right? Now. It's fine. The slow cooker comes out. <laughs> the slow cooker, man. Juicy. You know what I'm saying? A- absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely. So um <laughs> let me get to the and shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Let's go to the undrafted because we did get a couple guys that uh I know some guys in the chat like. Mm-hmm. Um one of the guys we got was uh Wilkes. Out of USC, let me fix my highlights up here. This guy is um, six foot eight. He signed a two way deal with uh, with the squad. Yep. So that means uh, Isaiah Hicks. The Isaiah Hicks era is over. Sorry, Cody. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> because uh, um, this kid's name is. Let me pull this kid's name up. One second. The Isaiah Hicks errors over. Chris Wilkes, first man up. 6'7", swingman out of UCLA. Uh, Draft Express says he's 6'7", and two, 6'11", wingspan. Mm. Nice size for a small forward. Needs to get stronger to prepare himself for the college game, or for the pro game. Um, yeah. Improving his frame, could play some power forward at the next level down the road. 
Let's see what uh, Nick's Film School had to say about him. 6'8 guard wing who has a five-star recruit from Indianapolis. At Bruins' leading scorer. He finished his sophomore season as Bruins' leading scorer, 17.4 points per game. He was named second team All-Pac-12. Okay. Uh, let's see areas of improvement. Let's see. It says uh, Aries improvement. He came. A, he became a master of scoring in garbage time. He did, <laughs> <laughs> I have to so admit, another Mario here. Yeah, another Mario. He says uh, he's gifted but lazy on defense. Oh, Good oh, no. shot. Shot about forty three percent overall. Thirty three percent from three, which not that great. Sixty seven percent from the line. Yeah, looks. It looks like a project. Yeah, definitely looks like a project. It looks, it looks like a project. So that's yeah, it looks like a project, yeah. Physical gifts, you know, 6'11 wingspan, 6'7 guy. Yeah. Fits the, 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 the Knicks mold of a guy who's around that height can probably switch. Um, but, yeah, got to coach that motor, it looks like, on that defensive end. Facts. Uh, that, you know, listen, it definitely provides that length. You know, definitely um, has that wingspan, as they say. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely get... A look at Chris Wilkes in the Summer League. That's Chris Wilkes, 6'8 out of UCLA. Okay. If anybody knows anything about him, man, be sure to be sure to call us up and uh and let us know what you think. David in the chat thinks uh, highly of him. He he certainly okay. thinks highly of him. All right. All right, so yeah, we'll see. Like I said, if you guys if you guys have thoughts on it, let's see. We we should definitely get Spencer back in. See what Spencer thinks about him. Yeah, definitely. I know um, Scott Perry was pretty high on him. Scott Perry thought that uh, that he would have gotten drafted. He was surprised that he didn't get drafted. Yeah. That, that was Scott Perry's thoughts on Chris Wilkes. So uh, Ninja P definitely doing his work. Let's see if we see anything else. Let's just scrolling through Twitter here, see if we see any other reactions. John Rothstein says productive college player. Okay. Chris Wilkes, John Rothstein, he's the uh, draft expert. Okay. Let's see what else. All right. I haven't got a chance to really dive into these prospects. Yeah, yet. right, right. We we just <laughs> we just kind of just getting into it, man. But um, we'll we'll try to get Spencer on, get Spencer's thoughts on it. And like I said, if anybody else has any thoughts on the kid, uh, let's go. Brutus from Twitter says. Uh, Oh, he's oh, his son and Jamal Wilkes. Interesting. Okay. Jamal Wilkes from the Lakers, NBA championship. Okay. That's his son. Okay. So he's got the pedigree. He's got the championship pedigree. All right. That means he's had some training. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Probably so. has an NBA player showing him some stuff. A- a- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's go to the next guy uh, in Amir Amin Hinton. Amir Hinton, he went to Shaw. Shout out to everybody who went to HBCU, coming out the HBCU rankings. Hinton, um, they're comparing him to a bootleg D-Wade, JLs. Yeah, that was interesting. That was an interesting comparison, man. Let's take a look at these highlights, courtesy of BallersLife.com. Okay. It looks like he's playing here in what amounts to be a middle school gym with a... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Boy, guy... Oh, oh man! Oh, pull up oh. game wasn't that great. Who's that mask, man? Yeah, that one was. A little, <laughs> oof. Pull, pull up game was not that strong. 
But uh, I think he, he averaged uh, 20-something points at Shaw. Okay. So nice, nice little mid-range, though. Nice little mid-range. Let's see, let's see what uh, Nick's Film School has to say about him. It says, uh, Hinton's contract contains an Exhibit 10 clause, which provides an avenue for the Knicks to convert him into a two-way if they like what they see from him this summer. Okay. They say, uh, JB says, I wonder if the Knicks are looking to convert Kadeem Allen to a standard NBA contract, which I think they will bring Kadeem Allen in. I think yeah, they will. Kadeem, in his limited size, sample size last season, played pretty well. Right. And they're saying if they do convert Kadeem to a standard contract, that'll open up a two-way spot for Hinton. So, so let's see. Uh, he played ball at Shaw, born in Philly, averaged 30 points a game, 4.9 bounds, four dimes, and, and three steals. Yes. In the CIAA. Okay. Okay. So, he, so he, he's a filler. He's a filler. Let's let's go to. I think this is a good segue to get to um to get to Guillermo because he wanted to talk about him. So Guillermo, you, you're up, man. What's your, what's your takes on on Hinton? Yeah, man, it was good, guy. Uh, good meeting you guys yesterday. Yeah, man, good times, um, bro. Yeah, man, oh, yeah. man, Hinton, man. I'm not gonna talk about that. My bad. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, um, what's your thoughts on him? Oh. Oh uh, yeah, I like the man Hinton, man. Um, uh, he's pretty good going to the basket. Um, kind of sucks at threes. He's showing like 29. percent They can shoot him from the corner. They did call him a bootleg Dwayne Wade. Uh, but you know, when someone you call somebody a boot like Dwayne Wade, that means he also has pretty good body control, which is very underrated because Dwayne Wade probably had the best body control I've seen from a guard in, in years. So, if we can get Amir Henson, I don't know, I don't know how it works. If we can get him in the D League, uh, hone his defense because you know he's a, he's a willing defender, he's a good defender, but he's not elite. He cheats a lot. Um, this kid has talent. I mean, I know he's a he's a stat stuffer at, at D two, which is you know is D two, but hey, he's a scorer, and I think that. Look, if you get his attitude right, because when I look at it, when you look at a guy like Amir Hinton, we have another a stat stuffer point guy in, in Trier. But Trier's attitude, he's very egotistical. Um, he's been pampered his whole life. You know, I know he has that whole little story of him as mom growing up. I've heard stories of him being pampered his whole life. So we got to change that up. We have to make it so that, yes, we have hungry kids on this team. But we got to make it so that, you know, when, when what's this guy's name? Um, when Fizzo said, He's not going to punish you for effort mistakes. He's going to punish you for dumb mistakes or selfish reasons. He didn't really live by that, right? He kind of sounded like a, a chick who says they want a good man, but they always go out with the, the bad dude, right? It's yeah. like, you know, you listen to what, see what he does, don't listen to what he says. So, Rizzo got to live by his words this year. And, you know, uh, just really quick, just a segue, the good and bad. Good things that we drafted, you know, I don't know about this Wilkes guy. He kind of seems like he has not a go-getter attitude, but it seems like everyone else, the Iggy kid, R.J. Barrett, all these guys are go-getters, and we didn't really – have that really last year outside of Mitch, who was more so, you know, a, a really good defender, kind of energy guy. It's up to Fizzo to coach these kids up. You know, you can say all that good stuff, blah, blah, but you got to coach these kids up. You got to have your system in place. You got to have philosophy. You got to have the proper spacing. You got to have defensive philosophy on the court. And, you know, everybody wants to talk about these stars and stuff. I think that we should actually go after, you know, these, these veterans who are going to come in, the James Posey like veterans, the, yes. the, uh, um, the Tony Allen type guys who are going to come in and be the mentors for your kids on the floor, right? You know, look with I know everyone got DeAndre Jordan last year, but DeAndre Jordan came in. Mitchell Robinson's not found as much. His footwork is a lot better. Um, he played way way better defense. So, I mean, this is a time for you to mold your team. No one's going to put pressure on you to go out and sign a Kyrie or a KD. This is a perfect time for you, Fizzle, to not go and try to overspend 
build these kids up, give them the system because they need it, they need guidance, they need direction, and get your veteran floor generals here. So when the, the, the Lillards or whoever might come in the future, I know next year is pretty weak, when they come, then you could come and pluck them, put them in your system, and now they're a multiplier. They have a multiplier effect to, to, to your ready budding foundation, your ready budding kids on the team. True, true indeed, man. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself, bro. Good times yesterday, too, man. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah. Yo, salute to you guys, man. I'll be at the next event, whatever, man. You guys are cool as hell, man. Peace. Peace. Right. Well, yeah. said. Well, well said. Well said, man. Got, we got to get that system right, man. Yeah, man. Like, I know we said it before on the show. We said it before on the show. Like, I personally want to have veterans here to coach up the kids. I think I said before, I think I've said exactly the same thing about the difference when DeAndre Jordan was here and what that did for Mitch. Mm -hmm. I feel like that could be the difference for a lot of these guys on the court. And even, I don't remember what paper I was reading last season, but they was talking about the difference in the offense when DeAndre Jordan was here and the defense, mm -hmm. uh, they were able to do more complicated schemes because DeAndre knew instinctively where to go. He was a coach on the court. Exactly. So, like, we get veterans here who have experience and know instinctively where to go. This is going to look a lot better than he did last year. That with a, that and combine that with the fact that, you know, a system is in place now, that, like, that'll be huge for the Knicks and just the reputation going forward. I, hey, well said, man. Well said. Now, we also uh, signed VJ King out of Louisville. VJ King out of Louisville, uh, former McDonald's All-American. It looks like he didn't really live up to his potential at Louisville, only averaging 5.8 points and um, 8.6 points, respectively, in his freshman and sophomore season. Mental issues, struggles with the coaches seem to be what's holding him back. Hmm. Packed on some weight. Yeah, it looks like he, he's on an up, uphill battle. He said he finished the season on a higher note. Ultimately took a huge step back in development, going 8.6 points per game to 3.9 points. Three rebounds, 0.66, shooting 36% from the field. Many expected him to transfer away after his fresh start. Yeah. Well, it looks like another, another project. VJ King out of Louisville. If anybody okay. in the chat knows anything about him, man, be sure to call in. Be, be sure yeah, to call in, man. you know. Yeah, um, listen, man. Unfortunately, I would love to have enough time to, to watch more college hoops, man. But schedule just won't, won't allow it to, man. It's either it's either full time Knicks fan TV or no time. <laughs> Pretty much, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, we can't. We out here talking to you guys about the Knicks afterwards. Facts. Not a lot of time. Facts, facts. Not a lot of time, man. Not a lot. Of, if I want to stay married, I, I can't. I got to sacrifice something, man. You know Word, I, mean? I have a girlfriend too. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. To, I'm trying to get to where she's yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, at the, but but at the end of the day, that's why we bring in Spencer. And shout mm -hmm. out to Spencer, man. Spencer was on our show. He got a job with the NBA during the draft. That's why, if you were following Spencer, he went straight zero dark thirty. You didn't hear from him because he yeah. had to stay off. He had to stay off. Uh, you know, he he really couldn't in, input his his opinions out there because he was basically working for some teams. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. Uh, yeah, watch out for the next KOT. I'm gonna have him on too. A so, absolutely, shout out to Spencer, man. Well, welcome back. I know he'd rather be with the NBA teams, yep, but uh, but welcome back anyway. Sorry, absolutely, <laughs> you'll find, find your way back, bro. yeah. So, yeah, so those are some of the guys that we picked up once again. Chris Wilkes out of UCLA, swingman out of UCLA, uh, Amir Hinton 
out of Shaw, leading scorer out of Shaw. Swingman, bootleg Dwayne Wade, as they say. You know, and then uh, VJ King out of Louisville. You'll see some more guys coming in as they fill up the summer league roster. And yep. um, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, I think, obviously, at this point, I think you, you, you would hope that Iggy has a spot on the team. Looks like he, he'll he be uh, slated for, for opening night. Oh, Iggy. a lot of people are excited about Iggy, man. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, I, I, we need, I, like, I like scrappers, man. Iggy looks yeah. like a scrapper to me, you know? I- Iggy looks like a scrapper. He's he, he's gonna he's gonna bring that toughness, man. Definitely. Sweeney kind of gave us a little insight on him. He loved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy Ryan, who, who who's on the, on our show on the Nick of Time show, he was raving about him as well. And um, I, I even spoke with Spencer a little bit via via DM, and he was very excited about him as well. So okay, it seems like, it seems like an overwhelming like this guy is, is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, no shooter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like, man. We need we need some scrappers, man. Uh, I'm definitely all for the scrappers. And um, he told Ian Begley, let's get to the Begley quote. Oh, here's what Spencer said about Iggy. He said, uh, six seven, strong, plays bigger than his size, smart cutter, really soft touch around the rim with either hand, good shooter with the ability to shoot off motion, plus smart read and replace action. So it looks like we're getting a high IQ player, mm-hmm. tough. Crafty, and um, like I said, man, the moment he dunks on Draymond Green, it's just welcome. To, that's his MSG oh, moment. Yeah. That's his MSG moment, James. And and it's uh, also got to mention that RJ specifically specifically said during the press conference that he always seems to play well with Iggy. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's see. Let's yeah. see what happens, man. Um, in Iggy's interview with Ian Begley, he, how would he describe his game? He says, I'm a relentless player. I don't fear anyone or anything. I don't back down from anyone either. I'm very confident in my abilities. That's my guy. <laughs> let's let's go. That, that's all I need to hear, man. There yeah, man. That's all I need to hear. All right, let's get back to the phones. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. We got over 700 people in here. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up for your boys. Um, let's do a city check-in, man. Wherever you guys are checking in from, we'd like to see where you guys are at all over the world. Throw your cities in the chat, where you guys repping from, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely shout out some of you guys, man. Salute to the Knicks fans all around the world, and uh, thanks again for showing love to the channels, man. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to uh, let's go upstate. Let's go to Wahid Khan. He's from upstate New York. He thinks uh, we need to sign these max free agents this year. Wahid, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? I appreciate the call, man. Yeah, absolutely. So I hear you guys talking about, um, that, like, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people say that we should continue to rebuild. Uh, I, that's the vibe I'm getting. Are you guys agreeing with that, or would you, would you rather go and free the team and get uh, Kevin Durant? Well, I mean, either way, you're still rebuilding because even if you get KD, it's not like he's going to play. So, yeah. yeah, it's like if we get KD, if we just get KD and then we don't get another big free agent and we use that cap space to fill out our team or take on some contracts, that's kind of the same thing as rebuilding with not as much pressure. So I'm for that as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm for that right as well. If we get two max free agents, then well, it's well, different. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But like my my entire thing was like just just getting Kevin Durant. If that's a priority of the Knicks, I'm hearing that the Golden State Warriors are offering to re-sign Kevin Durant for one more year, 
or a five years, give him that max contract that he wants. That's what I'm hearing, right? And trade him to a team that he wants to get traded to. So don't you agree that if we want Kevin Durant, the Knicks have to put themselves in a position to make it more appealing to go to the Knicks than, let's say, the Clippers? Well, yeah, but what are you going to do? Are you trying to trade for him now? If you're trying to trade for him, or, 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 or are you saying we need we need to we need to go hard after I guess Kawhi Leonard or somebody to entice him to come and not go back to uh, to Golden State? Well, that's not even what I'm saying. I'm saying like if Kevin Durant isn't sure right now at this moment that he wants to go even leave the Golden State Warriors because he's hurt, right? He wants to give himself a year. Mm-hmm. That's what this. He's not going to commit himself to the Golden State Warriors. That he still wants to leave, and the Knicks have room for two. Two people, two cast, two like two max contracts. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't the Knicks, knowing that they have a max cap space for two players, let Kevin Durant go to the Golden State Warriors, knowing that he still may leave next season for a, a trade, but from the Knicks because cap because that way it helps Golden State and we still get Kevin Durant. Go ahead, Jails. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm not trading for him. No? If that's okay. what you say, I'm definitely not trading for him. But why not? But what, what, what do you mean? We, like, why? What, why wouldn't we trade for him? Because there's no point. Because why not? What is the word? Why would we not do it? There, there's no. You, you're gonna. I'm you're gonna it. now give him the full supermax, and then trade half your team for him. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Dude, I'm dude. not even saying trade half your team. I'm not saying. Trade well, half how much team. you think he's gonna I lose? Know. Why? <laughs> well, he. We don't. No. We don't have any I, I any leverage right now, man. I, no, but I, I disagree with what you guys are saying that we're going to have to trade half of the team. How do you not trade? I think, like, why wouldn't you get Kevin Durant? Okay, think Listen. about this, right? If if Kevin Durant has a, a no-trade clause right now, right? Yeah. He's going to the Warriors telling them that yeah, they are going to agree that you're going to trade me to the team I want. Right? So it, it doesn't mean we're giving them everything. Maybe we might have to give up one player, like, for Knox or something, so they have, like, some, they get something in return for him. That doesn't mean they're going to, like, blow us out of the water and they're, like, we're going to have to give them half the team. We might have to give them, like, Dennis Smith Jr. and Knox for Kevin Durant. Yeah, we can nah, get him now, but man. if he's not ready to listen, come listen, now. Do you my, know point, many... no, but my point is, if he's not ready to come now, if he's not ready to come now, wouldn't you still take Kevin Durant over Kevin Knox and Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah, but you're not Kevin getting him for that price. That's the problem. And thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate it. We still got to build a team. You still got to build a team. We still got to build a team. We're going to end up in a worse situation. Than freaking Lakers are with three players on their squad. That would be worse than the mellow trade. It would be worse. That would be, be worse, worse than the mellow trade, trade, man. The man. only reason why I'm willing to get KD, I mean KD on the team now is because we don't have to give up anybody. Yeah. And we can just absorb his contract and then hope for the best. Yeah. Like if we trading away assets and then trading away our whole youth, if it don't work out, we're basically starting from scratch. That's a fact. And I don't think you understand that we have to max salaries. You can't just yeah. We got to max salaries, right? You, you can't. This ain't two K trades, man. You yeah. can't. You can't. Yeah. You know, override the trade after you try to trade Moutier and Hazonia for KD. You yeah, know? If, if homeboys getting the super max, which is what I don't know, a thirty mil plus, and our players are only making four or five million. How many players is going to take to max one play? Like we have to decimate the whole team. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. No. 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 Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, appreciate the call, I hear, but but yeah, we can't do that, bro. That, yeah, that, nah. can't do that. No. We, we're not that desperate, man. Not, no. not that desperate. All right, let's go to North Carolina again. Let's go to Jay. He wants to give his input on the draft. Jay, how you feeling, man? Yo, what's up with y'all, man? Happy Friday to y'all, man. How you doing, bro? Happy Friday, bro. Man, I, I got to tell you, man. 
I was feeling old boy earlier when he was saying on the phone when he got down to like two minutes left, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like wondering what's going Yo, I was like, we're not getting ready to do no Daniel Jones. Ain't no way in the world. <laughs> but when we got when we got RJ, I was so relieved, man. I was like, you know, even though that's the basically right pick, it was opportunities for you to go out there and play around and do something, you know what I'm saying? But for real, that was the right situation for us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think they were gonna pull a, a New York Giants on us. Um, yeah. That I, I didn't think so. RJ was in the bag the whole time, you know. Yeah. When Woj came out and said he was getting RJ, I, I, was, I know that. Right. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. When Woj came out and said it, I was like, all right, we know, we know what's up. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, nah, there was no trickery. I mean, and right, let's be honest, right. though, this, this draft class wasn't really, you know, it, you know that that type where it was even to be questioned. To be honest, I think it was RJ the whole time. And then he really showed me he was home. He really showed me he was home when he walked up into the stand. And like, y'all come on and go with me. He really showed me something, man. Uh, like, I've been waiting to get here, man. Yeah. But the other dude that's just talking, no, ain't no way in the world we trade Barrett in no sophomore year, no Knox, no Mitchell, and no junior years in the NBA Back to no Golden State for no Kevin. Nah, I love to have Kevin just to have him on the team. Just have yeah. him on the team to help get the top now. off. We, we need, you know what I'm saying, we need some big names to want to come and play in our league. That'll be good. But besides that, like I said the other day, I, don't even, I ain't even looking for Kevin. Let's rock with this young core, man. Yeah. Bring him up. I hear that, they, man. They ready. And, 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 and appreciate and the call, Jay. Go ahead, Jails. Let me just reiterate, mm-hmm. I would love Kevin here. That's not what I'm saying. I would love Kevin here to, you know, coach the young guys on the bench, rehab with us, and, you know, be a deadly assassin when everybody is nice next year, like, and be part of that squad. But trading, like, trading for Kevin, like, it's going to decimate our team. Yeah, no, we ain't doing that. Not doing that. actual team to help him out. So, like, it, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, nah, we're not desperate. We're not desperate in that regard. And we wouldn't even have the trade package to put together. It's just not realistic. Yeah, it's not. Just not realistic, man. But shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, Once again, let's see where everybody's checking in from. Babyface LaCosta checking in from Watts. West Coast in the building. Steve Stark, appreciate the super chat yesterday. Steve Stark uh, sent us a super chat. He's he's checking in from Melbourne, Australia. Oh, yo, I got a got Melbourne, Florida. Go ahead, uh, Jails. Somebody sent a a super chat mad early. Guard up, Nick. Shout out to Guard up, Nick. Okay. Shout out, Guard Guard up, Nick's car guru checking in from Latvia. What's going on, car? Um, Big O to third, BX to Lakeworth. Carlos Martinez, Australia in the building. We got Delaware, Ronald Surgeon. What's going on? West Palm Beach, Brick City. We got Newark in the building. Oops, upside your head. (laughs) Justin. Matter of fact, we met Justin um, Ariola last night at Slattery's. Checking in from Newark. Shout out to Justin. Shout out, Justin. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, Rich Jim was good. Enzo nine five four was good. Wilson was good. Yes, sir. I see Andre Brown, Hector Gotson. Yeah, man. I see, yeah, Cody Manuel doing a good job. Cody and Craig doing a good job holding down the chat for me. What's up, Cody? What's going on, Cody? We got uh, Mike Check. He says Toronto champions all day. So we got a Raptors fan in here supporting us. That's all. Good. That's all good. Appreciate the love. We got RJ. The RJ. Uh, 
blow over? Yeah, yeah, that, that's the spillover. The hearts ain't spillover. We yeah. got Raptors fans in here. Um, big shout out to Rome Day to take over, Jay Ellis. Rome Day oh. to take over, a guy Rome. Um, when I pulled up at the draft, first off, the first person I saw was Mark Berman of the New York Post. Got off the train and I saw Berman. And it was funny because that was the first time I ever met him a couple years back was on the train. So uh, we had him on the podcast, as you guys know. And then, you know, to see him again getting off the train. So me and Berman rapped a little bit on the way to uh, to Barclays. And then um, first person I ran into after that was Rome. And Rome was out there holding the vibe with me and Jay Ellis. Shout out to Rome. Yeah. Shout you know? out Rome. Good dude. Yeah, Rome, Rome was a cool dude. Like I said, man, when when you when you don't know who these people are that you're talking to every night, and then all of a sudden they just pull up on you like, yo, you know, dap you up, show love to the show. So it's, it's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing because yeah. we, we we all like-minded, man. We all Knicks fans. We all want to see each other win. And, um, you know, for them to support us like that, man, it's, it's a beautiful thing, JL. So definitely shout yeah. out everybody that pulled up on us last night for sure. sure. For those who don't know, I am five foot. I am the five foot seven assassin. Right? <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. Don't, don't get, get it not, twisted. I'm not five eight. I'm the five foot seven assassin. I'm yeah. out here still representing the Knicks. Absolutely. Um, bomb in the chat says was Berman cool on the podcast. Yeah, he was. That Berman podcast was dope. I mean, I'll leave yeah. you guys in the chat to to comment on it. I thought the Berman interview was great, man. Yo, I love the Berman interview, man. The Berman yeah. interview was really good. We got some really good stuff. Uh, we talked a lot about. Everything he gave us his personal opinions on things. Not shy about that, and he he asked me also address some of the, like some of the social media stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I made sure I, I wanted to ask him that. Uh, that was the first call. I was like, I got to talk to him about Nick's Twitter versus the beat. I got to get his opinion on it. And he he was straightforward. He said he's not ducking nobody, man. He's not ducking nobody. Um, he doesn't block anybody. He takes it all in stride. And and you know his whole thing was. He writes articles. Articles need to be read. And, you know, whether it's negative, positive reactions, people still reading it. So his job is uh, is solidified in that regard. Yeah, man. Do you know? He's a good dude. Shout out to uh, Abu Adam. He's checking in from Birmingham, UK, Birmingham. Abu, man, is this, uh, it's probably like 3 a.m. out there, man. So support. Salute to the support, man. Yo, is, is, is the Nets beef on there? Oh, I didn't. I just threw this together real quick. Um, I think I put it at the end. The the the, the Nets fans that we was that we was about to squabble with. We was about to jump into the stands, man. They was disrespecting RJ. I wasn't feeling that. Yeah, I was feeling that. <laughs> Me and Jay Ellis about to jump in the stands, man. <laughs> yeah, this just a little. Uh, this is just a little recap from yesterday. It's showing a little recap from yesterday from the draft party. Shout out to everybody that that pulled up. CP, the artist in the chat. What's going on, CP? Knox team says uh, we got to get Woj. House plan says we got to get Alan Hahn. Eventually, you know, we're working our way. Working, our, we we got Begley. So yeah, we got Begley, man. Yeah, we, you we got Begley, man. We got we got uh, Moke Hamilton coming on Sunday. Yep. So we working, we working, man. Oh, here go the Nets fans right here. There was some Nets fans up there. They just uh, they just want to be on Knicks fan TV, man. Everybody's a fan, dog. Yeah, everybody's a fan, dog. They they know Pooch ain't showing them that kind of love, man. Nah. You know? Nick says we should bring Bondi on. We we should, man. They, they, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Bondi ain't getting no more love no more, man. He can't even he know, can't man. even go to MSG anymore, man. I can't do I don't know. 
I don't man, know. I, that I, might I be so a bad look for us. Man. He might be damaged goods. Oh man. <laughs> you know, you know, Ebony. She's always watching JLs. So I don't know, man. Yeah, you're right about that. He might, he <laughs> might, he might get banned by association. <laughs> we might get, get, get guilty by association. Word. We can't, we can't hang around Bondi, bro. Oh nah, man, that's bad. <laughs> um, Bombo in the chat says, "Yeah, we, yeah, we did get Ian Begley on. For those of you who want to see the Ian Begley and the Mark Berman interviews, there's an eye icon in the top right hand side of your screen. Click on that eye." We put yeah. all the latest and relevant videos in there. We put our fan polls in there. Tonight's fan polls is old. I didn't change it yet. But the, the most recent videos and the dope videos, the Begley and the Berman interviews are there. So make sure you check it out. Leave us a comment on it. Leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, I got my I got my mix shirt on, on my uh, line. Um, but <laughs> the sound, yeah, the, the Berman video is on, um, the, the Berman interview for me is on the SoundCloud. I don't yeah. have it on the YouTube. Yeah. Big O to third. I, I definitely, I agree with you on that one, Big O. I, I, good comment on that. All right, back to the phones. Let's go back to North Carolina. Let's go to Wayno from North Carolina. He wants to talk about um, the draft and KD. Wayno, how you feeling, bro? What's good, bro? How you feeling? Yo, I, um, I was actually thinking uh, that that the KD, if you were able to get KD, uh, say. We weren't able to get like uh, you know someone else to come with him, but if we just got KD, it would actually be somewhat of a blessing for the Knicks because it would actually give them a chance to actually acquire even more assets while KD kind of sits. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Um, KD sits up a little bit for a year. We get a chance to not only do we we get to be a little you know we get to be bad again, um, probably get back in the lottery. But we also get a chance to, you know, people talk about, oh, we're down on Knox and all that nonsense. But, you know, you give you give Knox another year, you know, he get, he improves. He improves his stock. You know, the same for, like, uh, you know, the same for Mitch, same for Treya. You know, Barrett comes out. He has a good rookie campaign. You know what I'm saying? Now, every, now you know, all of those people that kind of, like, how they was kind of like that, saying they weren't good enough for the AD trade. Now you give them another year, you build those guys stock up, then you get some more assets with another lottery pick. And, you know, you got KD sitting up. You know you know how things go in the NBA. Somebody becomes available that yeah. we're not able to get with him uh, for the next, for the, for the you know, when he's, when he's back ready to play in 2020. You know, it, in, a, in a weird way, it's, it may end up being a blessing for them. You know, even if he don't come, it'll still be a blessing for them. I think, like, you know, they're going in the right direction with the way that they got these, um, you know, this, this young core. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I really like Scott Perry. Look like he really got a, you know, a plan in mind. You know, to me, it seemed like either way we go, as long as they stick to the script, we in a good spot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Appreciate the call, Wayne. No good points, man. It's good points. It'd be house money if we get KD in here, man. He'd give us a chance to develop the youth, let yeah. him rest. And then, like you said, you never know the names that he himself can attract when he gets healthy. I know the 2020 draft class is not the best, but you never know. It might it might impact who we can get this year. Yeah. Ne- never know. You never know. You never know, Absolutely, man. Um, shout out to Wayne O. Appreciate the call. Let's go to Mustafa. He wants to comment on the on the youth bill. Mustafa, what's going on, bro? 
Yeah, what's going on, guys? I almost lost you. I was on hold for a minute earlier, but you yeah, know, you know, every, everybody hey, want to call uh, get their watching. points in, man. Hey, I feel you. I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm loving the show tonight. Hey, for something Young Simba said earlier, I seen this comment, and he said something about Kendrick Perkins, why he on their personality first. Kendrick Perkins is killing it on Get Up. And mm. dude got a lot of respect in the league because he got a ring, and <laughs> won't nobody step to Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why you're going to see Kendrick Perkins on TV. He's actually doing a really good job. I, yeah. I'm feeling Kendrick Perkins right now. Yeah. The last caller, what he said about KD signing being great, I hadn't really thought of it like this. The KD signing would be great for us for a lot of different reasons. It would be great for us this year because he would eat up the cap because you know we got to spend 90% of the cap. Yeah. So if we, right now we're $70 million and we get no KD, no <sighs> Kyrie, what do we do with that money? Man, we're going to have to end up giving it yeah. to a bunch of people we don't want to get the money to. Yeah. So that might actually be a good thing for us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at, Right now, I love Julius Randle. I would like to see him on a long-term deal for, you know, three, four years at about 22 mil. I don't see no more than 22 mil. I probably said that before. Mm. I would sign or I would send an offer sheet to D-Lo, but not a realistic offer sheet. Just a bluff offer sheet, like about $18 million, where if, if they call our bluff and we stuck with them, that's cool. Mm. But that puts Brooklyn in a mess of situation or the Lakers similar to what Houston did with us with Jeremy Lin. You know what I'm saying? Put them in a shitty situation. So now they got to put up a shut up and spend more money than they might have wanted to spend. So I look at look at those little points, a little different things that you could finagle. I, I'll be all right with D-Lo if yeah. we get him, but nothing more than $18 million. I'll be sick to my stomach we paid more than $18 million for him. Yeah. And um, one thing I just wanted to say about filling out the roster if we don't get these free agents, right? This is going to sound crazy, and nobody else is talking about this. This is really going to sound ridiculous crazy. Hey, we bring Luke Cornette back? Like, like real talk. Are we signing Luke Cornette? Uh, I like Luke. I want to see Luke Cornette hitting four or five threes a game for me this season <laughs> for a couple of million dollars. You know what well, I mean? What you doing like, with ISO Luke, Jay Ellis? What I, I, you doing I, with him, man? Yo, I I don't like Cornette, yeah. dog. He's, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys. Like, him and Noah, to me, are two guys. Him and Bradley, right? Yeah, Noah Vonley. Like, those guys, it's like, man. Yeah, I, I want to see them back. I have a hard time trying to pick one, to, one if I had to pick one. But I'm interested in bringing, bringing those guys back if we can. Yeah, I wouldn't so, mind it. I, I wouldn't mind so, bringing Vonley and, and Cornette. Those would be the guys I want to bring back from the free agent, from our own free agents from last year. Yeah, I'll bring them back. Yeah. And I still want Super Mario back for $3 million. I'm going to just end it right there. <laughs> I know nobody's going to do it, man. Three, four, four. Because cause all what I'm saying is this. We got the money now. If, if we didn't have the money, if we had two free agents, Mac, mm-hmm. we can't do it. But right now, the way it's looking, I, we could all sign them dudes back to a one and one Or, you know, like we got the money. What do we do with the money? What do we do with $70 million? Right. I, I told you yesterday, I got you guys yesterday. No Tobias. No Al Horford. Like, nah. we're not a team nah. like Utah or Denver who has to overpay free agents to come there, like a Paul Millsap. Right. Paul Millsap gets paid because they can't attract free agents, so they got to overpay somebody. We're not yeah. that team. So I don't want to see no players like that, no Horford for $25 million, no Tobias for $30 million, no – I don't want none of them do. I'll be good with sticking with the young guys we got and, and seeing how we go, but – let me know how you guys plan on filling out the roster without two match free agents. Man. I want to hear your thoughts. 
and appreciate you guys. This is going to be tough, man, but but Mustafa, segue to our upcoming live streams, Jay Ellis. It's a perfect yeah. commercial, man, because this week we'll be shifting gears. Tonight we're going to wrap up the draft. I thought we wrapped it up very well. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get into our winners and losers, take a couple more calls and get out of here. But this week we're going to be talking free agency, myself, Jay Ellis, and we're bringing in Terry from the Terry and Trey Show. We're going to break down our top 10 free agents list. Um, so we're going to have two live streams this week. So stay tuned. Make sure, That's why you got to hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you don't miss the upcoming shows this week. So we're going to be doing two of those shows this week. And then this Sunday, next Sunday, sorry, June 30th, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Moke Hamilton from The Athletic joins us. Hey, that's going to be when the free agency kicks off. Some decisions could be made right away. So we're going to be breaking it all down. And I uh, ho- hope you guys could, could join us, man. Yeah, hope you guys can definitely join us. All right, let's yeah. let's go to some um some draft winners and losers. Winners and losers last night. This is just a couple of my thoughts as I was on the way home last night. Winners definitely the Knicks, right? This is yep. Knicks fan TV. This is Nick Time Show. Home or alert, we always win even when we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag facts. So good job by Ninja P once again, RJ Barrett. Um, we'll see what Iggy turns into, but I definitely thought Knicks came out winners in Barclays Center. I thought the Hawks had a very good draft, bro. Oh, yeah, the Hawks killed it. From a depth perspective, I thought coming out with Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, who one of our callers earlier had mentioned, and um, Jackson Hayes. I know some people are kind of iffy with Jackson Hayes. I thought the Hawks had a pretty good draft, man. And, And they finished the season fairly strong. They have a nice mix of vets. With Trey Young, who beasted John Collins, and now to add Hunter, and um, we'll see what Reddish does at the pro level. I thought they had a good draft, man. What'd you think? I think they had a good draft too, man. Like when they're building the team, like I still, I mean, I like, I like that we got RJ, but I still have concerns with the way our team is built. Yeah, like I said, it's it's, it's built kind of clunky. Yeah, I agree. The Hawks, they have their guy who can handle the ball. And break down defense and trade. Now they give him some room with DeAndre Hunter, who shoots, who shoots. Uh, could have their defensive stopper. Yeah, and Cam Reddish. I mean, he doesn't shoot threes well, Cam, but he's projected right. in the future, and his defense is good. So they, they're building it out pretty well. So shout out to the Hawks management, man. They did that. Yeah, I, th- I thought the Hawks did um, did did very well in the draft, man. So shout out to uh, Danny Ferry, Grant Hill, and them guys. They they had a good draft. Uh, let's go to the losers, man. Lu- Phoenix Suns. We thought they were supposed to come out of this draft for the point guard. What happened? I don't. I don't know what happened, man. I don't know what happened. They had Kobe White sitting there at six. They passed on him, and uh, yeah, Phoenix Suns did not come out of there with their point guard. Also, what what were you think? What you think that? Well, go ahead on your on your Phoenix topic. I mean, I guess Kobe White is seen more as a combo guard. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe they, that's they, what they were thinking. Maybe they wanted a pure point because his handle isn't the best, but it's pretty good. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what they were thinking. I don't know. That's the only thing I can come up with right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. And then um, how about the Cavs picking Garland when they had Sexton in there? What, what's going on with that? I... Maybe that's what threw up Phoenix. It was like, damn. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> they were like, oh, shit, what do we do now? Yeah, because 
me and you were talking beforehand, and I just knew Garland was going to Phoenix. Yeah, because, I thought it was a lot. Because Sexton was already with the Cavs. Yeah. You know what? That's probably what happened. They threw him off. They threw him off. With, so that it makes you think, how high are they on Sexton? Are they planning on moving Sexton? Are they trying right. on packaging somebody for another another person? They have the deal has to be in place. Jarrell so. says he he could play the two. Okay, all right. I mean, I heard. Yeah, I feel like he. I heard he's good off ball as well as on ball. Yeah. Still, that's a really interesting backcourt. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> that that's interesting. Um, the fan favorite bull bull lost big yeah. time. And not as a person, you know what I mean? He's just a kid. We show love anyway. But um, Bull Bull, man, he, he slipped into the second round. He was supposed to be a first-round uh, prospect. Bull Bull did not. Uh, and he was disappointed, man. He felt bad for the kid. He was in the green room, J. Ellis. They said he spent like hundred grand on a suit. Jeez. You know, Bull Bull, man, he, 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 uh, he was disappointed, man. But Bull Bull dips into the second round. And ends up getting selected by the Denver Nuggets. Your I'm, thoughts? Su- I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised, man. Like, before the injury, he was, the highest I've seen him was five. Mm. So for him for him not to go in the first round at all, like, it was wow. Yeah. I, I didn't see that coming. I thought maybe he would go mid to 20. Yeah. But not not in the first round period. That's nuts. I told y'all, man, I want no parts of him, bro. No I already know how you feel about no, it. No thank you, man. Not with not with that frame. No this, thank you, man. It makes me think is something happened with the medical records that I don't know about. Like Yeah. I I don't know, man. Or or people just that scared that he's not going to be able to complete an NBA season because of his frame. In facts. Like people people have taken chances before, especially of a guy who's been dropping buckets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree, man. But yeah, I, I I know a lot of you guys in the chat had liked him, but I wasn't I wasn't trying to go that way. I wasn't trying to go that way. Um, another loser. Well, if you want to call it that, Taco Fall, man. Taco Fall. Another one of the uh, no! the, the, <laughs> the favorites in the in the chat. People wanted no! to go after him. He ends up going to Boston. Taco goes to the Celtics. Uh, we had talked about it on the pregame show, Jay Ellis. I wasn't a taco guy either, man. Too big, too big, man. He's too big. I don't, you, I don't see him lasting, man. I don't that's high. I told you, I told you yesterday, CP. Heightism, dog. What's wrong with you? Nah, man. With the, with the, I don't like your own kind. You six, you six plus. He too tall, you don't man. Like your, all your fellow tall dudes. Them, Come them on, size, dog. them size Come thirty on. boats, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but hey, you, you see Boban getting, getting it in. You never know, I guess. You never yeah. know. He signed a 10-day with the Celtics, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's somewhere now. Yeah, so let's see. So so good luck to Taco. Good luck to Bull Bull. Another winner. Another winner, Jay Ellis. And this is a, a curveball. Team Frank. Team yeah. Frank. Comes Team Frank rejoice. Rejoice. Team Frank comes out of the draft as winners. Because their hero did not get traded. Like I knew. That's right. Frank didn't get That's traded. Right. Frank Team didn't get Bruce traded. Right here. Yeah. You made it. Hey, <laughs> hey, we made it, as Drake would say. So Team Frank rejoices once again. And uh, listen, this was a likely move. I, I never thought there was going to be a trade market for Frank. His value was just really non-existent to me. Um, 
when I when I got off the the train and I ran into Berman and I asked him about it, he said Philly had interest in him back early in the year, and that interest had waned obviously after he got injured and so on. He said Philly was interested for a second round. That that was Berman, you know, take it for what it's worth. I saw something that said Phoenix was interested as well. Phoenix. Yeah, yesterday, I like, but I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, um. It's going to be so interesting to see where this kid fits next year, though. Yeah. And we got to see how we round out this team because it's like, whether it's free agency or who we have right now, again, where is he going to play? I don't know. <laughs> where is he going to play? I don't know. Right now, we got DSJ. It seems like Dean Allen is on board. I right. don't know. If you got RJ locked at the two. ISO, yeah, where's yeah. ISO going to play? Is he going to play at the one? Or is he going to play at the two? That's why I wouldn't even bring back Mario because it's already confusing. Now that now that um now that RJ is here, like it, it seems like it's even more crazy for Mario. Like let's see, Mario's best position was at the one too. Yeah. So now we got, like like right. You got yeah. Knox locked at the three. Yeah. Right. You may go small ball four if he's ready for it. I don't know. We'll see what Iggy does. I, I think Iggy's gonna take some minutes to somebody, man. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be Iggy. So where is Frank's role on the team? Somebody in the chat, please tell me. Where is his role on the team, man? I don't back know. Backup point guard. Backup, backup point guard. We'll see. Small forward who can switch between. I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. He's been working on that jump shot and, and the handle. You've seen the video. Mm-hmm. If that translates or not. Or if he's still on the team, you got to wait to see what happens in free agency. Yep. So we'll see what happens, man. I want it to work out for the kid, man. I, you know, I don't, I don't hate on him. I just don't, you know, it just hasn't been working out for him. That's obvious. That's more than obvious. And, but I, I just didn't see them uh, finding a trade for him. I didn't see them finding a trade for him. I, I thought he was on the outside looking in, man. Is Moutier coming back? I'd say no. Think so? I'd say no. Mm. I think... I think you give DSJ the reins if you don't if you you know you, you know if you strike out on everything. I think you give DSJ the reins. I think you go ISO and Kadeem. I think I'm that's cool with that's Kadeem. your three. I I'm say cool. I say you bring ISO Kadeem as the third. I don't th- I don't think Moutier comes back. Kadeem's numbers in that short sample size is pretty freaking good. Yeah. Really damn good. I'm bring. I'll bring Kadeem. I'm on point guard three. I want Kadeem Allen. Unless we get a. Unless we're getting a veteran in here. Unless mm-hmm. we're getting Beverly or Rondo. Yeah. Or we're getting Collison or something like that. I'm with that too. Yeah. I'm. I'm taking. I'm keeping Kadeem Allen, and uh, I tell Moody, thank you. Um, but good mm-hmm. luck. Because it, it just wouldn't make. It, like you were saying when we were talking about like Alfred Payton the other day. You know, it would just be one of those things again. You haven't DSJ there. You got Moody there. You know, it, it, it's it's just gonna be another crazy rotation that you just don't know who's who's playing on what night, who's gonna give you yeah. what on what night. Exactly. Exactly. Like we gotta pick a direction. We have to pick a direction. Gotta pick a direction, man. Oh, yeah. We can't develop everybody. There's only one basketball. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing now. overwhelming no's uh, in the chat. And it's like if you and if you pick a direction, it seems like you know our coaches and our team is reluctant to put people in the G League. Is where they can get minutes. So it's yeah. like it's really if you don't get minutes on the A squad, you're kind of just there. <laughs> right, right, right. So that that's that. Um, salute to Siobhan Robinson. He says uh, he sent us a super chat. He says uh, Frank is gonna be the water boy in Space Jam too. Okay. 
Space Jam 2. Um, I know AD is out here filming filming for Space Jam 2. I think they, they're doing some filming with it. Um, one of my homies, that's, that's AD's guy, brother, and whatnot. Okay, so, all right. AD out here. Uh, Too Humble also sent us a super chat. Salute to Too Humble. He, he said, asked what our thoughts was on Taco Fall, but we gave it to him already. And, um, yeah, that was our draft winners and losers, man. Another loser of the draft, babe. Sorry, people. The stream last night was atrocious. <laughs> Listen, man. Yeah, man. When, when you're at the mercy of technology, sometimes, you know, things just don't work out. Uh, the upload speed just wasn't happening, so the audio on the video was a little choppy. But salute to all the day ones, man. We still have people in the chat. People in the chat were still tuning in. You know, catching whatever they could, listening to whatever they could, but uh, uh, summer league, I'm I'm coming with a booster. I'm coming with a with a with a wireless booster, man. Summer league, I will be properly streaming. So you know, but yeah, we did our best. I don't even try though. That's why I don't. I don't even try to do a live stream on my channel from location because my joint was so bad. I was like, yo. (laughs) But you know what it is? It's when you go into them stadiums, it's concrete everywhere. So. It's hard to really, you know what I mean, pop off. But when we did the uh when we did the the open practice play by play, we were rocking. Oh yeah. We were rocking in MSG, man. Well, you were rocking. I was rocking when I was outside. <laughs> I got inside and wasn't rocking. Yeah, was for some like, reason. For some reason, we were rocking in, in MSG, man. Um, 90 seconds. We, we were definitely rocking. But uh yeah, so the audio on the video, apologies on that. It wasn't really what we wanted it to be, but uh, so, like I said, summer league, summer league will will bounce back, man. David Timmel says, "Can't wait for summer league." Because <laughs> speaking of which, and uh, you gotta love when people in the chat like help you segue to the different to the different promotions, man. There you go. There you go. Summer league, Jay Ellis, and I was hoping for this. I was really hoping for this. The first matchup Ooh. of the summer league. The first matchup of the summer league will be. RJ versus Zion, ah. the Young Knicks versus the Young Pelicans. The future Knicks. Oh, it's, it's gonna be a blo- <laughs> it's gonna be a blockbuster in Vegas, baby. It's gonna Yo. be a blockbuster, man. Ah, uh, I'm telling you, CK2K uh, supposed to be linking up out there, meet up with CK2K and, and do some stuff out there. Um, but yeah, that's the first matchup. Now Zion's coming to the Knicks in like seven years. <laughs> They want to be teammates. That's what you're going to hear. That's what you're going to hear. Free agency in 2025. Uh, Rumors are that uh, Zion and RJ want to be teammates in New York. Yep, exactly. That's exactly. Oh, oh, man. I won't be here for this, man. Somebody else is going to take over Knicks fan TV, man. No. I'm going to be gray-haired by then, man. I can't take the stress. (laughs) I can't take the stress. But, uh, yeah, so that's July 5th, Knicks Pelicans. 9.30 9.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. July 7th, Knicks versus Suns. Same time, same station. July 9th, Knicks versus Raptors. Same time, NBA TV. And July 10th, Knicks versus Lakers. Same time, ESPN 2. And then after that, you get into your 18 tournaments, so on and so forth. So I'll be out there covering Knicks Pelicans and Knicks Suns. Uh, out there in Vegas, man. So make sure you, you uh, stay tuned to the channel, but because that's also gonna be in the midst of free agency, man. It's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be crazy, man. It's also gonna be in the midst of free agency, so it's gonna be yeah. wild. Yeah, I'm out. Hmm, I'm gonna have to do the own video. Since you're gonna be out there, I won't be the live stream with you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah man. No, well, well, obviously, when I'm out there, we will definitely do the show from out there. I'm, I'm bringing the whole studios coming with me, so. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, nah, okay, nah, nah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the whole studios coming with, so. All right, yeah, so we'll be there ready, man. We'll be there ready, so I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. That's a summer league tilt, man. All right. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the show for tonight, Jay Ellis, man. I, I think we put a good bow on the summer league. I mean, on the on the draft. Yeah. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied, man. Once again, welcome to New York. Maple Mamba, RJ Barrett. Welcome to New York, man. This is... Uh, it's a great day for the franchise. It's a great time for the franchise, man. I'm I'm happy for us, man. Yeah, man, I'm happy. I'm excited to see where this team goes from here. And to see we you know, what, what happens in the future, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to have a nice young core. It seems like a lot of these guys have like the character that we need to go on moving forward. And I'm just I'm just excited to see where this team goes, man. Same here, man. Same here. So go ahead and uh wrap up, JLs. Yeah, so listen, man, uh, you can check the latest installment of the Nick of Time show. It is on the YouTube channel um, right now. Definitely make sure you subscribe to the show. We'll be moving out here, youtube.com slash Nick of Time show. Um, check out the next episode. We'll be talking about the draft as well. I should have uh, Perlman on there to talk, give a little bit more insight on that, so definitely check that out. Also, check out the SoundCloud the whew, I'm also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play as well. So definitely check those out. It's a good time show. And also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, on YouTube. Links are in the bio of the YouTube channel. Back to you, CP. Yes, sir. Good stuff, JLs. Uh, oh, back yeah, one to more thing, more thing. Oh, 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 hold up, man. Hold up, man. We got to go back bad, to JLs. Good, 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 man. If you want a Mitch t shirt, hit that little icon in the corner for your Mitch t shirt. Order right there. Now it's finally back. <laughs> Appreciate it, Sales, man. Hey, it's been a long two days, man. It's been a long yeah. two days. We tired, man. We tired, man. But shout out to everybody that came through, man. We had over 700 people watching. That is what Knicks Nation is all about. We are global. We are diehard. We are loyal. And we are remaining positive about the outlook of this team, man. So I thought we wrapped up the draft very well. Hit the uh, links in the video description. You'll see all the links. The links to the podcast versions of the show. The links to Knicks Fan TV merch. The links to the Discord group. And share these videos on Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Share it on whatever social media channel you use the most. Because we want more people in here. The more people we get in here, the better the show is. Remember, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher, you can find the show in audio format. If you're at work and you can't watch video, YouTube burning out your battery, listen to it in audio format. It's all available in podcast form. And uh, once again, man, appreciate everybody for coming through. This was a, uh, a great show. We'll be back later this week, shifting gears to free agency. Shout out Stefan Weeks, Maine Williams, Extra Sauce, appreciate it. Everybody that called in from all over, thanks again. Um, thanks to all the mods, Knicks Fan TV, Dave, TMT, Williams, um, uh, Shells, appreciate it. Frank Matos, thanks again. Who you got, Jails? Yeah, man. Cody and Craig holding down for the KOT squad. Rich Jim over here, Allah Wise, Andre Brown, Quiet Money over here. What's going on? A lot of the, the regulars in regulars, here. Regulars, man. Regulars, man. Yeah, man. BKB, you're late, man. You got to rewind. BKB said he just got, got in. You got to rewind, man. Go back. Go back. Michael Lopez from Orlando. Rome, appreciate it again, Rome. Nice meet you, man. Real stand-up guy. 
SS yeah. Television. You already know, man. All right, Jails. Enjoy the weekend, my dude. I'll catch up with you uh, next week, bro. Oh, peace. peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.